Hey everybody, welcome to episode Try it again, but didn't catch that. Fuck eh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We're starting off right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Right. I'm just saying it kind of, it didn't, it wasn't quite recording when, hey. Okay. The, missed the you count me, part. do the, do the classic three, two. Wait, we're, we were recording this whole time. <laughs> yes, we were. All right, all right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, uh, I'm Kevin. I'm Matt. That's Matt. I'm Jack. That's Jack. There's a lot of pizzazz on his voice. What was that? I don't know. I'm Jack. I'm just in a... Here's my one-man show. <laughs> Welcome to me. I'm Jack. Uh, we start in a small town. Tell... Ooh. Ooh, I'm, I'm ready for this. Start... I, no, it starts with jazz hands. That's okay. how this one it starts. It starts with jazz hands <laughs> in a small town. I want I want this story to be about the guy that that created jazz hands. Yeah, this, that, this the is inventor the inventor of, of jazz, jazz hands. <laughs> he uh, came out of the womb like this, and no one knew what it was. But he had What's but he had doing? webbing. But he had webbing, and so he had to oh. like get past that. He had to get like, past the webbing. He had to get past webbing. A uh, series of surgeries. Oh god, a lot of a lot of hard. Started with a knife when he was ten. That's a horrible <laughs> scene. That that scene is rough to watch, it's, but it's important. He came, to the story. he came home crying. Also, like because he's doing jazz hands with the blood. It's just yeah. If you're in the first two Look rows, you're guys. in the splash zone. <laughs> it's like a Gallagher show. Yeah, yeah. Bring your own tarps. Uh, uh, it's it's fitting that we that we uh brought up a one man show because this whole show is basically a one man show. We are covering the failures of Vince McMahon. Ooh. Yes. I have a good idea. <laughs> I, I got a good idea, pal. Well, it's it's less of less of wrestling, although this is the weird thing. It's not really a wrestling uh, uh, themed podcast almost. I mean, okay. I said a lot of words there. <laughs> None of them fit with the one before it. Yes. The, I, I mixed my sentence up a lot. So what I meant to say is there's not a whole lot of wrestling talk in this episode. Uh, although it's definitely related because it's Vince McMahon. Vince. And there's there's wrestling that anything Vince McMahon does, his wrestling hands like kind of just bleed into it. It's just... That's a disturbing portrait okay. that you've created. Okay, his, his wrestling hands are bleeding. Calling back to the bloody webbing of yeah of the first he had jazz hands he had jazz hands um <laughs> well I'll give you we won't talk about the failures like like no, just it, just go into it just go into it here's what, what I want to talk he what I want to talk Vince McMahon he's had a lot of successes obviously he he's a billionaire because of men fighting for a belt. On TV, that that is family but, created. That they yeah, that they've yeah. been dazzled. Yeah, a family friendly fighting belt. Yes, uh, he he was. A lot of people don't know this. I'm I'm gonna talk about him just a little bit. He was actually uh, uh, born. His, his dad was a it promoter. It starts in a small town. It starts in a trailer park, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. It starts. In a trailer park in Florida. <laughs> in Florida, he was being raised well, by his step stepdad. 
Wow. And and his mom. This is really this like This is a rags to riches. This is a rags. <laughs> yeah. This is Oliver. His his dad was living in New York and he, his dad was a promoter. I don't know what with, happened. With gators. It's Oliver with oh, gators. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> Well, he hated his his stepdad so much that in many interviews and he's never backed down he said he wanted to kill him and that he deserved to die <laughs> uh he wish he w- i think i forgot what his stepdad died of but he's like i wish i could have killed him and like he has no he he must he got beaten as a kid apparently that's what he claims uh so he had a it is a rags to riches story he Went to go live. Evil stepfather. He, this is Cinderella. Yeah, and, and yeah, and he went Vince to go McMahon live. is is Cinderella. He Vincerella. is He's Vincerella. <laughs> he went to go live with his dad, Vince McMahon Senior. Okay. Uh, yes, he went to go live with him, and then he saw the world of wrestling because his dad was a promoter as well for what at the time was called the WWWF, Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Uh, in w- New York, www.f.com. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, hold on, real quick. Sir, sir. Yeah. Why didn't he live with his dad before? I, I, I'm not exactly sure on that point. I, I it think was, maybe his mom. It was years ago, and they gave the children to the mom. That's just how it worked. I mean, yes, you know, I that mean, that's it. Divorce, gave the children to the mom, and then finally. He begged enough when he was a teenager to go live with his dad because uh, he wasn't happy down there. His dad, I don't know if his dad was necessarily a rich, rich guy, but he was much better off. Right. He wasn't um, in a trailer park anymore. Yeah. So he loved the world that was going of wrestling that was going up there and started as a uh, announcer for many years and then slowly started taking over the business and then his dad passed away and then he went to this manifest destiny of just buying up every wrestling promotion that he could either saying we're going to buy you out or we're going to come in here and run you out of business and a lot of people just did that uh what, him did, are there any examples of like what they would do to like like crush other companies um i don't I, I don't know about Crush. They would just... I mean, they would either come in and say... Uh, well, here's a, here's a localized one. Uh, they didn't crush them, but they were just kind of looking for another outlet. Uh, uh, one of the biggest ratings of in St. Louis in the 70s, beside local ratings besides uh, Cardinals games, was uh, wrestling at the Chase. The Chase Park Plaza in Central West End, St. Louis. Uh they would have wrestling there and air it every Saturday. Well, uh, he, well, in the eighties, they finally, something happened with it. And, and, uh, the rest, the people that were running the wrestling there were like, Oh, we don't, I don't know. We want more money or something. McMahon just swooped right in and he's like, good. I'm taking this. (laughs) And not, not only did he just kind of take it, um, he also kind of cherry picked for the very first show um because it was brought to you by the WWF he cherry picked from the very first show like uh, a another announce an announcer from another promotion which is Mean Gene Okerlund uh for that first show with McMahon and then up in oh I'm going to get this wrong but I think it's Minnesota there was this guy that was creating a a big 
uh, stir up there. And so he's like, he, I'm going to put him on this show and it's going to be huge. And it was Hulk Hogan. Uh, that was Hulk Hogan was with the WWF for a little bit in the seventies left. And then Vince McMahon jr. Or Vincent Kennedy McMahon brought him back. Uh, so yes, that's about the wrestling that we're going to talk about. Like he, <laughs> he, he's also, he bought out, uh, uh, promotions like, uh, Stu Hart's, uh, dojo or the Hart dungeon. I believe they called it in, uh, in, uh, uh, somewhere in Canada. I forget where he, he's from, but, uh, from so Vancouver. He, he's, is, is, is Stu Hart. Is that, is that Bret Hart? Yes. Dad. Dad. Okay. That's his dad. Uh, and like a lot of them, he's like, yeah, I'll take some of the wrestlers, but I'm not going to take all of them. Uh, there's a lot of cases of those when, it, whenever they were building on things. So he just swoop in with a shit ton of money and go, it's mine now. Thank you. And then, kind of, and then, okay. Him and, uh, our secretary of small business, <laughs> Linda, Linda, at Linda. The time. uh, so someone that went around crushing small businesses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're going to talk about the failures of Vince McMahon. And it's, it's fitting that we talked about that because the very first failure we're going to talk about is something that I know a lot of people, some people listening to this don't really get wrestling. Uh, don't really. And they're like, I don't know. I don't get into it. Here is something I don't get into. I don't understand why people are into it, but I respect if you are. Bodybuilding, oh, bodybuilding competitions—not oh, okay. the actual act of bodybuilding, but like the competitions, and... but like the posing and right. people go to a theater to go see guys pose. The cattle show, the cattle show. Guess, well, that's all Sounds it is. Like my kind it's of just, night. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey guys, you want to go see men pose or ladies? Uh, uh, no, this was mostly. I just want to see men. I want to see the ladies. <laughs> Way too muscular men. Well, they They're way classes. too. They have like, weight classes. They have no, weight classes. not not in this one. Not in this uh, one. Okay. What, what's what's going on? So, so uh, they do have weight classes though. Uh, I've I've known. I knew a bodybuilder at one time. I know. A couple. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I knew one that did like a natural. Like they didn't get all gross about it, and I I knew one that got all gross about it, but, uh... (laughs) One of, uh, one of my friends, uh, from high school, she, uh, did bodybuilding for a little bit. I knew a a couple people in California who did. A girl I went to college with is a bodybuilder now. She doesn't... She she looks a little more natural. Like, she kind of actually evens the shit out. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Even that shit out, girl. Um, all right. (laughs) So, we have the, uh, uh, the... Normal one like the Mr. Olympia and everything is uh, uh, the IFBB, International, I want to say, Federation of Bodybuilding. I don't know. But uh, that's the big one. And uh, they have like a Mr. Olympia convention where they can bring in, you know, like people like that do athletic supplies and stuff like that. And uh, even like bodybuilding magazines. McMahon went there with like a bodybuilding magazine that he had like a part stake in and he's like yeah I'm going there with this really what he was doing was trying to recruit people (laughs) and they found out about it and kicked him out but he took some people with him Uh, for the for the wrestling body federation wrestling bodybuilding federation uh, WBBF 
It, they just did WBF. That's bodybuilding. Not how acronyms yeah. work. Nope. It is not. So this wasn't. So whenever he recruited people, he wasn't recruiting them for like what we think not of for as, wrestling. Not for wrestling. It's wrestling bodybuilding. No, it's no, it's for it, body. It's world like he bodybuilding. To, he oh, wanted to make okay. his own version of the IFBB. Oh, yes, basically. Okay, okay, he did. Okay. okay. Uh, he but he was gonna have a TV show. He was gonna have all this, and so he he did that. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they kicked him out. Uh, now, ever he did. I'm jumping a little bit ahead. He did end up having a magazine called the World Body Federation, uh, whatever. And then he was gonna have TV shows and and uh, all that stuff. So it started around off around bodybuilding. Like, a yeah, television? here was a TV show. I watched a little bit of it today. Oh boy, <laughs> was it like? It was the Did, most. Was there just a pilot of it, or did he no, actually go no, for a it, while? It was. I. I. From what I read, it the TV show itself was kind of successful. Like not okay. not success success, but so like just like two it, guys it drinking right. protein strikes and spotting each other while looking longingly into each other's eyes. So <laughs> I don't know how far off you are on some of the episodes. I can I can so speak. So is it like a, was it like a reality show you, of these people? If you doing, guys will let me fucking no, talk. We're going to make this thing ourselves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you and I, let's yes. make a bodybuilder show. Uh, okay. Okay, first of all, they live in a gym. Oh, oh. no. Not only that, but like the credits are nothing but like metal guitar. They gotta be, oh, yeah, they gotta be gay and fire. Right. They live in a gym, they sleep on the benches. That's it. They don't get bet. Also, they give each other tug jobs, but nothing gay. Yeah, nothing gay. Well, there's no women. (laughs) There's no women. There's clearly not gonna be women. But they're not gay. No, of course not. (laughs) Of course not. Also, they solve mysteries. Uh-huh, oh. uh-huh. They have a van, and they <laughs> drive around and solve <laughs> mysteries. Van. But yeah. they have to come back every night and sleep on the benches. Yeah. Also, the van has its own weight machine in it, it as d- well. It folds out of the back. It folds out of the back. Yeah. Uh, I believe... All of it's true, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I believe it was called Body Stars. <laughs> Okay, I believe. No, that's yeah. That's the this. idea. That's the name I was. But come I up watched. With. I watched. Yeah, yeah. Body stars. Uh, so I watched one of the episodes today. Okay, and uh, they did. They did kind of display some of their talent in there because they only had thirteen guys. So they did display some of their talent. It'd be them working out at the gym and then giving tips and then pumping. Pumping some uh, health care products that uh, that Vince McMahon had a stake in as well, and uh, so they were they were doing all this stuff on there, but that was only a small portion. The other portion was just they would like interview models. It, Vince McMahon hosted the show, by the way. They they would interview. Of course he yes, did. He, yes, that's not a surprise. My favorite thing about Vince McMahon is that he has to be the face of everything oh, yeah. he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was the most 90s thing I've ever seen. It was like Saved by the Bell took a shit on like a <laughs> pair of neon pink shoes. Like it it was it was like Saved by the Bell had a baby with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and that baby was a douchebag. Like <laughs> And that baby was a douchebag. Um, it was crazy. Uh, like they interviewed models, they interviewed athletes. The episode that I saw, um, 
explored the new and upcoming world of inline skating, <laughs> which was amazing. You got oh. your blades. You yeah, got your blades, blades on. Good job, You're going to do, do some tricks. Team Puppin' Suds. Um, That's so- a reference for 90s kids. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, 90s kids. <laughs> so they would all they would they would put this up and they'd sell the magazine and and kind of parade these guys around a little bit. I don't know if they went on full tours or anything, but uh, they would then have a pay per view championship. And I saw part of the one from 1992. Here is what the World Body Federation was and what was so different than the normal one. They came out like wrestlers, uh, <laughs> and not just like wrestlers. Like the one I'm, the one that I was like, my jaw dropped on was uh, uh, his nickname was Major Guns. They all had nicknames. That is perfect, Major Guns. Also, by the way, how do you score Major Guns? That's I, like a get for. I don't, that's the yeah. easiest bodybuilder name. Mm-hmm. I've got major guns. That's my name. No one else can take it. No one. It's mine. But it's Jack, a- you're missing the best part. Ooh, okay. Because when Major Guns walked out, guess what he had? He guns. Had, he had a gun on him <laughs> <laughs> that that he shot. Like not a real gun, obviously. Like but with blanks. He he was. He well, that's came what out, happens when you have a lot of he came out a lot shooting. Of, uh, steroids yeah. and shoot <laughs> he came out shooting and also they had because it was they went real crazy with it because like then there was like uh, I think it was at I think it was like Trump Plaza or something and and uh there's a little there's some balconies there kind of like a theater uh, he's shooting people off of the balcony. He's like, there's actors. They're going that hardcore into it. He drops a gun and then gets into his posing. And McMahon's like, yeah, there he is. Look at him go. And like, and he's po- he's doing his posing. And that this is where like I don't understand what's going on. And he's just posing. And then like, all right, there you go. That's major guns. And he picks up the gun. And someone on the side pops up out of a trash can and he shoots him. <laughs> what? what the fuck? It's the craziest fucking thing I've seen. <laughs> it's, I, I, I've got a good idea. All right. We're, I've got a good idea. All right. Your major guns, you need a gun, pal. It's, 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 it's a bodybuilding competition, but also there's a little show. Like, give him the old razzle dazzle. We're going to do gun. You're going to shoot people off of the balcony it will hire guys and then at the end once you've done the thing you're here for mm-hmm. we're going to fake shoot you it's perfect it's my idea i'm visiting man uh the the one guy that ended up winning uh both championships that they had uh what was his name it was uh gary striden uh, all he came did out. Did he not have a fun name? He didn't have a fun name. He just he like he, muscles. He terrorizer. muscles McGee. He like, would strut in. I was gonna say muscles McGee, but that sounded really bad. He <laughs> would so strut like, in the terror muscle terrorist. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just straps a bomb to his chest yeah. and blows up. Well, they've got to have nothing. a gimmick, right? <laughs> they've got to have a gimmick. Oh, right? you gotta have a gimmick. Steel abs. Uh, he just came in in like a top hat and a cane and had like two, two chicks with him, and that was it. That and, was enough. And he won. Uh, I don't know how All they right, judge I've got him. an idea. You're going to come in with a top hat and cane and two beautiful women, but then 
the, the one of the women is going to kiss you and the other one doesn't know you're with her. And so she's going to slap you. Thank you and, for that. And then, and then there's going to be a third woman and she's going to fly down from the raptors because she's also a phantom. And then wow. after Ooh, you're done like doing this. your this thing, is, this is going off the rail. <laughs> the fourth woman's gonna run and she goes, "Take care of your baby." <laughs> and the baby, and then she throws it at you, but it's not a baby; it's, it's a, a bullet. It's a <laughs> and it pierces your skin, and you die. What? I'm Vince McMahon. I've got a good idea. So, before we end this one. Uh, there was a couple things that that 1992 competition, which that I watched, was supposed to. They were supposed to bring Lou Ferrigno in there to be a guest poser, uh, not part of the competition, but just he was gonna guest pose. He said he like was shaky with the details and ended up not doing it. Then uh, Vince McMahon hired a wrestler from WCW. Uh, in regards to, I want you to come over here and be a guest poser for this. Then you're going to be in the WWF. And so he was like, yeah, okay. So he got in a car wreck two days before. Oh, he didn't no. die. He didn't die. But and, still, you're and, relying on him. And and they did show him uh, via... Like, via oh, satellite or whatever. Satellite in the hospital bed and everything. <laughs> but he's like, I wish I could have been there and... This is this sucks and like said his little thing and then like showed up in the WWF about two months later. Which what wrestler was it? Uh, it was a uh, 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 Lex Luger. Was it Lex Luger? Lex Luger, yes. Ah. It was Lex Luger, and then he eventually went back to WCW. Um, so there was some failures there. Uh, it what people weren't really buying the the pay per view and it. And I don't know if how successful the TV show was, but the main competition itself, which wasn't really going well, um, uh, a lot of bodybuilding enthusiasts didn't like it because it was too flashy, uh, because because of all the wrestling stuff, and a lot of wrestling stuff, wrestling fans didn't like it because they don't fucking get bodybuilding, and so they're just like. Uh, there's not an audience here, really. So let's pack up and go. Uh, Vince McMahon ended up losing about fifteen million dollars, uh, in that two years from that whole ordeal, which back then probably pretty pricey for him. Another another big contributor to why it wasn't as successful. The steroid trial of Vince McMahon was going on at that time, and <laughs> he's the voice and face of bodybuilding, and and they're trying to say that they're clean over here. So people were just like, yeah, whatever. We don't believe these guys that have muscles the size of my entire body uh, are not on steroids. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He and uh, also all the people that he like recruited from the uh, IFBB uh, were allowed to go back the next year after the company closed, but they were all fined ten percent of any wages they made in the next year for leaving the company. <laughs> all right, here's one of my other favorite ones. Uh, I. I'm, is this the one you're thinking of? I mean, it's one of the other things I know that failed of Vince's. The XFL. XFL. Oh. 
The Extreme Dream Football League. Thank you for the echo there. Um, <laughs> the Extreme Football League in 2001. I don't edit this. I, uh, it's, anything special effects is live. Yeah. In early 2001. Yep. I should say. Um, it was basically, I want to say in 2000, uh, Vince McMahon said, Vince McMahon uh, just decided, I'm going to have a, a actual fo- uh, football league and it's not going to be he didn't he hated the NFL because he kept calling it the no fun league. The NFL was doing some weird stuff at the time. They were like finding people that gave the ball away to some kid in a, in the stand. That player got a fine for giving away the game ball and stuff and they're like you should be encouraging people to do that. There was a lot of fines that were just kind of frivolous. Uh, if I'm using that word right. Yeah. And so he Good was job. like. Good vocabulary. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he was like, we're going to create our own wrestling. Not wrestling. We're going to create our own uh, football league. And uh, I'm going to have my own football league. It's going to have models. It's going to have explosions. It's going to have gambling. It's going to have a spaceship somehow. It's it going to have. Did it have all of those things? I feel, like I, I feel like I missed something um, by so, not watching this. So he, so he announces it. He has a press conference. In the press conference, someone from the press is like, are the games going to be fixed? Are, are you going to do that? He's like, yeah, you're an idiot. That's stupid. He's like yelling at the press. And having a fun time with it, but yelling at him. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, back in the eighties, uh, Monday Night Raw. The what we have now of Monday Night Raw was uh, on NBC called, um, excuse me, Saturday Night's Main Event. That was their flagship show. Uh, Dick Ebersol, uh, co-creator of Saturday Night Live, uh, was was like also the co. I guess creator of that show as well, along with Vince McMahon, they cut a deal. They became good friends with that deal because uh, Vince McMahon even like said, "No, you're my business partner." And when they would sell it to like another country, although he didn't have he didn't have any ownership over the foreign markets, uh, he still would cut checks to him. And he he's like, that was nice. he's like, "No, you don't owe me this." He's like, "Yep, oh, you're my partner." And like, <laughs> it's like. And this was like years later, and he's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "We made a deal. It's fine." And and uh, so, Ebersol, who just said we're not going to pay NFL, NBC will not pay NFLs because he was in charge of the sports over at NBC, said we're not going to pay NFLs uh, uh money fee. Yeah, yeah, because they were wanting to charge a lot, a lot, a right. lot, a lot. Was this? Was this about the time whenever NBC lost the NFL? This I, is this, this is, is that, the time. That is the time. This when they is lost the it. time. Okay. So they lost it because he didn't want to pay that, and then all of a sudden his friend is on TV saying, "I'm going to create a football league," and literally all he had was a logo. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't have uh, he didn't have any stadiums. He didn't have any coaches, any players, any nothing. He just said, I'm doing this, and I'm going to call a press conference to tell everyone that I'm doing this. Right. Uh, and basically, uh, Ebersole called him and goes, I want a meeting. And he goes, you got it, pal. And uh, uh, within six weeks, they hammered out a deal that NBC was going to carry it. They they uh, hammered out what this was going to be. They became partners. They put up half of their money. And then uh, NBC got the other half, 
or put up the other half of the money. So then we had the NXL, X, XFL. I'm sorry, XFL. Here's what they said the XFL was going to be. Uh, we're going to have hot cheerleaders. <laughs> yep. They're, they were going to have... Uh, because, you know, regular cheerleaders oh, are yeah. so ugly. Well, I'm, okay, I'm going to save this for a second. Okay. Well, like, they were also... Okay, so they were also having rules that, like, uh, there was the fair catch rule, which I don't even know if I understand in football. I don't know football. But they either. said, so here's the thing about they this said podcast. they're not gonna they're not gonna do the fair. Catch I don't know rule. the thing about I don't know a thing about wrestling. I know less about football, and mm-hmm. we're combining them on this podcast yes. today. So uh, I'm out of my element. <laughs> out of my element. So this well, so, man, this is okay. So this is really kind of funny yes. because. The reason I find this so unusual is because yeah. arena football has been around for years, yes. right? And they were just kind of like, we're not even going to worry about that. We're just doing our own thing. Like, so they're, they're doing their own thing. They knew they could probably – what they what they decided is they were going to play the – they were going to pay the players uh, more than arena and, I guess, UFL at the time. Uh, they were going to pay them more than them. But less than the NFL, they couldn't. They couldn't afford. Right. They couldn't afford. You can't afford NFL contracts as a startup. That's that's across the line unless you just have billions of dollars to waste. Uh, and and even then, you're you're still it's still a fair loss. So there's all these guys. They did have a lot of people go. They had a the day after they announced it, they put up an application. And they had all of these players. They had hundreds of thousands, or like I think forty thousand. They had a lot of people say yes, we want to be in this league. And they had some tryouts and everything. Uh, uh, no one knew. The main rule was no no fair catch. No one knew what that me- meant. So you had your advertise their marketing team. They just go, yeah, here here's what we're doing. No fair catch. All this stuff. And so like, okay, so they had. Football players running on a field with landmines blowing up around them, and like they're just getting like blood and guts to the end zone, and so it made it look like this is extreme. But really, what it was was just kind of like they took off the slap in the wrist rules that NFL was having, (laughs) and that was about it. It wasn't this this someone will die on the field. It wasn't one of those things. Right, because I remember when the XFL launched. Like, I was never into football, so I didn't... But I saw the commercials, and I was like, what is... Are they going to die? Is this, like, Roman times again? Roman times. This is is the Colosseum. (laughs) They're putting animals in with other big... (laughs) with, With big men. Mm-hmm. And they're going to see who either wins the football game or doesn't die, whichever comes first. Yeah. So they were really they were really weird on the rules, right? Was someone trying to come in? Oh. No, it was just me moving okay. around. Oh, God damn it. Stop scaring me. <laughs> they were real weird on the rules, right? Uh, so, like, they even... Whenever they finally had the teams together, they had some of the stadiums together, They uh, they were going to launch in... I think kind of in the season that we're in now, they were gonna, it was right after Super Bowl. Uh, it was a couple weeks after Super Bowl where there's like kind of no football. There's hockey, but baseball's just starting, so they were going to be this spring season, which is a very good idea. Right. 
Very good idea. One good idea, McMahon. <laughs> well, so <laughs> here's what NBC. He wanted to, of course, put entertainment in there. He he encouraged encouraged the players to date the cheerleaders. Cool. And if they had sex with the cheerleaders, they wanted the cheerleaders and players to talk about it with the sideline reporters. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I, by the way, we're only at the tip of the iceberg of how crazy this league is. It only I lasted that, a year, so. The, it only I mean, lasted a year. I, who, who died from a drug overdose at the end of it? How um, did that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one. <laughs> that did not happen? I, um, I love how it's like... Extreme football and the like actual gameplay wasn't really that extreme. It wasn't that extreme. But it's all the other shit well, that got extreme. Like kind of the reality show aspect stuff of it got weird. Like you should date each other and talk about it. Uh there was also the and there was also like uh uh oh, I just lost my thought. Oh, um nicknames. All the players had nicknames of on the back of their jerseys. Of course they did. Uh, and the most famous one, uh, who became the most famous player, and you could still buy his jersey, was He Hate Me. Which uh, they almost didn't let him pick that name because Vince McMahon's son was like, that and that sounds like a gang. I don't know. And the guy he, like stopped Vince McMahon. He goes, why can't I do this? He goes, sounds like a gang. Can't do it, pal. He's like, no, no, no. He goes, it's not that. It's he, he goes, I run the ball so fast that he hate me, he hate me, and he hate me. <laughs> and he goes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I smell money. I smell money. <laughs> All right, pal, you got it. And some names, like, they let him look at a roster. They said, okay, you got to approve these six names. He goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, awesome. They go, you didn't read it. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, of course I did. And they go, Look at number fourteen, and it it was tea bag, and he goes, "Oh no, I no, <laughs> I love it, I love it." Yep, yep, yep. That's okay. No, look again. We put one on there to trip you um, up. It's shit fuck bag. <laughs> Another. No, I love it. Shit I fuck it. bag I should definitely money. be on the back of a jersey. Oh, and oh yes, next shit to next bag. to queef fart. Ooh, queef fart. Um, so <laughs> is it queef? Art? Queef art. Yeah, I it's believe Queef there's art. a hyphen. Of course. So so the <laughs> other thing that was different that about the gameplay was the scramble. And that was their signature. The scramble was they would put uh they would put a ball at like the fifty yard line or something and have two have two uh players who two of the fastest players from each team run to the ball and try to catch and try to grab it off the ground. Uh, that was their replacement for the coin toss. There was no coin toss in the extreme football league. You had the scramble, and that's that's what substituted the foot. It made sense. That's kind of cool. So yeah. the very first time they do it, it goes off without a hitch. That it went off like the way that everyone thought it would. Right. The second time they did it, someone injured themselves in like three places, and was huh. out the season. <laughs> The entire season before they could even play one minute of the game. This is when the game before the game even started. Um, uh, in in the first four weeks of the XFL, which only I think lasted about eight weeks, sixty uh, percent of the scrambles ended up in injury. 
Oh man. So <laughs> they had a good idea. And now yeah, he, no, I, it's let's give credit where credit is due. Okay. They had a couple other things that were crazy ideas, like they were gonna have steady cams on the field. Right. <laughs> and right. like on the field. Yep. And they called them Bubba cams, and here's why. Uh uh they they had this idea and whoever was running the camera said, uh, Vince, I don't know about this. Uh we're gonna need more money. My men are gonna need more money. And and he goes, What what are you talking about? I know a guy that'll go out there and do it. And he goes, I got this guy who's worked for me for years. His name's Bubba. He'll go out there and do it. And they're like, Okay, so they nicknamed it the Bubba Cam. He he goes, talks to Bubba, he goes, Hey, we're gonna have you do that. He goes, No way am I doing that. That's crazy. <laughs> The name stuck. <laughs> Bubba had nothing to do with it. Bubba said that's crazy, and then he had to turn back and pay the guy more. And uh, so, so it's just cameramen following. Yeah, they're on the field, and I don't know if any of them actually they're, got they're hit. On the, the, for people who don't know, steady cams that's forty-five pounds worth of weight just right. holding a steady cam. Yeah. It's it's battery packed. It's a camera, and they're using nice cameras. And so they're those, running and on they're the field. Running, and they're running at the same time. So not only are they slow, they're cameramen who who are just. I mean, they're gonna also be when you're blinded. operating a camera, your peripheral vision kind of gets shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, just so, so you know, could get hit, and you're on the field. Now, one thing that they they mic'd the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL did not do that at the time, yeah. so they stole I, that. I know NFL has stolen a couple of specifically TV things. Well, here's XFL. the major thing they stole: the Sky Cam. Yep, was an XFL original. Uh, because um, years ago, Ebersol wanted to use it, and they're like, that thing's giant. We're not using it. And he was like, okay, fine. And uh, like he got vetoed on that, but then he's like, okay, this is our league. We're using it. And then and then uh, NFL saw it and was like, oh, that's pretty good. It looks like a video game. We're mm-hmm. in the video game generation. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to do this now. And they've done it ever since. Uh, so that is the one thing that kind of came out of this turd. The rose that came out of the turd. Uh, here's a couple things I'll talk about. Uh, the failures that I just love about the XFL. Uh, very first game, the it was a team that was really good against a team that wasn't that good. I and have a question going back. 40 million views. What? Yeah, it was it was gigantic because people were pumping it up. It was on a Saturday night. It got forty million views. It was gonna be uh, the pre-show, basically. Well, it was gonna be the show that led into Saturday Night Live. Okay. So it had all these views, and people were ready. They're like, okay, there's one on Saturday, one on Sunday. The one on Saturday, uh, the premiere game, it had some issues. Uh, he hate me ran across everyone and he, <laughs> he, he was gaining so many yards that people did actually hate him. And, and so everyone's like, well, this is worse than a high school game. Like we're not like watching it's so this. one-sided kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, We're not watching this. And, uh, the, now the second game that they had the Sunday game that, that was a good game. That's everything you wanted out of game. That's fine. Uh, the next week, they're like, okay, we're, we know there's going to be some drop. And even Ebersol said after the first quarter, we're done. 
we're done here. Like he's like, no, nope, wow. no one's gonna come back. So, so the second, uh, the the second week, the second Saturday, they have a pretty good game going, and all of a sudden they go off air. What? They go off air. People forgot to put gas in the generators. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now there are conspiracies out there that they were emptied. Uh, Vince McMahon and Ebersol don't go with them. What? Who? The NFL emptied them? What? Yeah. Is that the conspiracy? That's a conspiracy. Why would someone who's on top and like saw the week before cause go through? Cause they the- saw 40 million viewers too. Right. That's the other thing. Yeah. Who knows? But Who if knows they saw- if they were going to drop that much? And they did. They went from 40 million viewers the first week to the last game, which their Super Bowl was called the Million Dollar Championship. Uh, of course it was. The Million Dollar it was Championship. A la- it was a ladder match. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where- it was the lowest rated. It was the high. Uh, the first game was the highest rated in 10 years on NBC on a Saturday night. The, uh, the last one was the lowest rated that they've ever had on the Saturday night. That's how much it dropped. It dropped dramatically. Right. Um, yes, they forgot to put gas in it. So they were stalling. And here's where I saw my one game of, of that. They pushed, they, they pushed Saturday night live back so far. Mm. So uh. far that I I was watching, I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, it's Fishman's like, it's fine. And Lauren's like, no, it's not. We're going on air. And they finally like, they're like, okay, we're gonna push it back a little bit. Here we go. It, it's we're gonna we're gonna go up to it. It's gonna be fine. Oh, the game's tied. <laughs> <laughs> they pushed it back even more to go into a tiebreaker. Uh. Um. Yeah, so there there was problems. They had a, they had a lot of problems at first. Some of the problems I love talking about was uh, uh, before the season even started. They thought they'd be bold and buy an XFL blimp. Yep, and the blimp uh, flew over one of the playoff games, and they were being bold in that. The blimp ended up crashing into a seafood restaurant. <laughs> And just because I want to do the impression, they I'm getting a lot of this information from a, a 30 for 30 that was made recently. Okay. And uh, it made by uh, Dick Ebersol's son, actually. So he got a lot of right. honesty there. And uh, he asked Vince McMahon, he goes, uh, so what do you remember about the blimp? And he goes, I just remember that it crashed. <laughs> like that. <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I don't remember much. I remember it crashed. <laughs> Damn and so, so they had that. Uh, the the cheerleaders forgot to put gas in the blimp. <laughs> yeah, the cheerleaders were fine. Like they they were they were like almost in in the crowd. They were cheering in the crowd. It was weird. And then hold on, here's my favorite one. Jack. Okay. Um, towards the middle of the season, when I this was L.A. L.A. was kind of like they were wanting to get people out there because then people just stopped showing up, and so. They're like, okay, what are we going to do? And so they decided to have a hot tub near the end zone, and they were going to put the cheerleaders in it. They're like, there we go. We're going to have the XFL hot tub. Oh, and 
and <laughs> yeah. this isn't gonna end well. Well, it's gonna take a different turn than you think. Okay, because the head of the cheerleaders goes, "We didn't sign up for this. Uh, we're not. We're not getting in the hot tub. We didn't sign up for this." Well, they already bought the hot tub. So they went to the local strip club. Oh, they just bought <laughs> strippers. They just bought strippers. They just got strippers in there. They just bought strippers and put them in this hot tub. Oh, no. I don't know if they showed it on TV much, but this is a story I heard multiple times. It's, it's amazing. Uh, there's so much goodness that came out of this XFL that it was just like, what were they thinking? Yeah. What were they thinking? It sounds like someone's coke-filled nightmare. Is what exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> sounds like. Um, that league ended up folding after one season. Yeah. There was a lot. I don't even know how much money was lost. So much money. So much money lost. was lost. Uh, years later, when they were t- oh, oh my God, I forgot to mention uh, some very important things. So, uh, do you? Does anyone remember who the announcer of the XFL was? Uh huh. Or the color commentator. Color uh-huh. commentator, color commentator was Jesse Ventura, while he was the active governor of oh! Minnesota. He was the active governor. That's how that's and that's how crazy it was that he was the active governor of Minnesota, and he was the color commentator for the XFL. Uh, they would I, bring out. I would say that that should surprise me, but it honestly, it's it, a little surprising. It, I. Uh, for Jesse Ventura, no. Because I've watched every single one of his conspiracy theory shows. Yeah. And I- <laughs> Go ahead. And no, and that dude that dude is hilarious. Yes. One. I love him. And two, a nut job. Mm-hmm. And, but like a nut job you love. Like I love you know? him. I love him. <laughs> like- he uh that's so, insane. Yeah. It's insane. Uh they they had this one guy on there, uh Matt Vescursion, who he's done a lot of He's done a lot of football announcing since. Uh, he was on the first episode, and then he literally has like a devil and angel in his ear. And in one ear he can hear Vince McMahon, the other ear he can hear uh, Dick Ebersol. Dick Ebersol comes up to him and he goes, "Okay, we're gonna go to the cheerleaders. Just stay, you know, say what you're gonna say, but just you know, don't go into it." Literally, the other ear is like, "All right, sell it, buddy. Sell. All right, sell it." And all he ends up saying is. Ooh, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and they both go silent. Right after the game, right after the game, he he call Vince calls Matt into his office and goes, "Buddy, pal, we're going to put you on the B games from now on." Uh and they brought in Jim Ross to call a football game. <laughs> nice. Uh, which nice. he didn't have much. Ex- he, he's a big football fan, and he probably knows what's going on. So, and he, he did a fine job. I have nothing bad to say ever about Jim Ross, but uh, he did a fine job. Like, there's so many things that are crazy about this. So it was Jim Ross. And it was two wrestlers. One yeah. was an active governor of <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy. I yes. just want to know uh-huh. what. Stadiums did they use, um, or like play, and like I don't know if I know did they one. take a bunch of teams from like the like the under like no and, they took no teams but, but they, they just put the took players yeah because Vince McMahon it, 
one thing he, he's not a dummy. He's not right. gonna he's not gonna use someone else's team. He's gonna use his own team so he could sell the merch and everything. Fair. Um, that's that's what he wanted to do, and he wanted to. They were gonna come back for one more season, but then other things happened. I think nine eleven happened. Right. Uh, uh, there was a bunch of other things that happened, and he was he just couldn't find a TV outlet for anything else. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they just. They just fold it. Okay, I'm. Uh, he I hate just, me. Real quick, I'm yeah. on Fox Sports. Yeah, and it just said that they reportedly lost fifty million dollars. Okay, on this. that sounds about right. Wow, <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, he hate me went on to go uh, win a Super Bowl, <laughs> which is interesting. He was that good of a player. Cool. Uh, so yeah, it it was and. The thing is, people still call him "He Hate Me." Like I said, right. you can still you can go on Amazon right now and buy a "He buy Hate Me" he jersey. Me. I just he was what? in Las Vegas. Okay, was there like how many? I guess this is more technical than you actually got, mm-hmm. but like how many teams? I were think there, there was. The, I think there was eight in the. Okay, I think there was eight. And like, do they just use existing structures to play? And I guess uh, uh, yes. Uh, and then... they they use exi- existing structures. Um, I don't know too much about the stadiums itself. You, there's stadiums all over the place that right, you can yeah. kind of just use soccer stadiums. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, they they played their their team was in Vegas. Right. Well, even like I mean, I I he hate me was. I would assume that you could probably run even college teams. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, why not? I I think that would probably be one of the easier parts, too, because you have this guy with a big structure, the city with a big structure, and they're like, we're going to come in with this team. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to give us money? Okay, for this thing that's going to sit there in in the spring season? Fine. Right. Um, I mean, every once in a while you hear of, like, uh, foot, like American football going over to like Britain oh, and yeah. playing like football in their on their soccer yeah. fields and like trying to get people excited about a game that's called football that uses no feet, you know. So <laughs> where where are we at on time? We're at about fifty minutes. Okay. One more thing. No, because because the other thing I have in my heart is not a failure. What is it? Just tell us. It is what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this might take a while. Okay, it's okay, fine. Longer okay. podcast, fine. A little bit longer, not much. One of my favorite things. Uh, uh, it's a failure to Vince McMahon because he lost money on it. Obviously, uh, was the movie No Holds Barred. Oh, good lord! If you have not seen this movie, do yourself a favor right now. I'm gonna sign you guys. It's. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I'm still. pretty sure I've seen this movie. I'm pretty sure. I think it's on is, Netflix still. Yeah. Do guys, do yourself a favor. We'll talk about it a little bit next week. We. I think we will have a guest next week's book. Cool, but, cool, cool. But uh, we'll talk about this a little bit because no ring, no ref, no rules, no got, holds uh, barred. It's got Zeus in it, right? So okay, here's what we're gonna. Uh, basically, they wanted a movie starring Hulk Hogan, wrestling movie starring Hulk Hogan, and uh, they hired a guy to write it, and it was he called it No Holds Barred. Uh, the rumor is Vince McMahon and uh, and Hulk Hogan read it and did not like it, and rented a hotel room and rewrote it in 72 hours. They stayed up. <laughs> rewrote it <laughs> 72 hours uh it was the 80s so i think cocaine was involved of course it was um but <laughs> they rewrote it i don't know what it was before them but they they claimed this was the better version i 
don't see how that's possible. But what happens in this movie is so crazy. I don't want to spoil it for many people, okay. but what it is it's from 1989. Okay, fuck it. I'll I'll let you guys. Um, basically, what it is is this. Uh, Hulk Hogan is playing Hulk Hogan, but he's called Rip. Rip. And he does this a lot. Rip him. And uh, and wrestling is kind of real there. And he's bringing to his network. He's bringing like a lot of money in. An owner of this other owner of this network. Uh, this actor, I don't even know his name, but he's the guy that plays. Uh, he's in Wayne's World. Kurt uh, Fuller. Yeah, yeah. He. Anyway, this guy keeps. Uh, He's just this annoying character, and he's like, I want Rip here. I want him at my network, and they bring him in, uh, and he goes into business meetings in full wrestling gear, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, I'm not leaving my network because my word is my bond. And so he's like, you're going to come over here no matter what. And he's like, no, I'm not, and they leave. Hulk Hogan falls in love with some girl. Uh <laughs> You know, it's a whole 80s trope, what's going on, and there's all this weird shit that's going on. In the meantime, this Zeus. this guy <laughs> goes to this, like, underground wrestling, like, there's little people in cages. Perfect. There's, like... Not problematic. People are dying in the ring. Cool. And this yeah. guy comes out of... No- oh, and people are being very homophobic, of course, in this place. Obviously, it's the 80s. Obviously, yeah. And, and this guy... Named Zeus. Zeus. Like this was this was awesome. I remember this movie so hard. Like Zeus was amazing. He was a psychopath. Was played by Tiny Lester or Tommy Lester. I always called him Tiny. Tiny. I've always called him Tiny. Uh, Tiny was in Friday. He played Debo in Friday. He was in The Dark Knight. Fun. Uh, Yeah, he was. If you remember that, he was the. I should have done. Didn't he do the he president in Fifth Element? Dark Knight, he was the prisoner on, on the boat, boat that threw the detonator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have done what you should have done ten minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do what you should have done ten minutes ago. But yeah, ti- uh, Tiny Lester, he uh, he was this scary-looking dude, uh, and they drew a unibrow on him Her, and yeah. Z's in his the side of his head. He was Zeus. So Zeus... Uh, yeah. I'm just tell- I'm telling the story. I'm t- here's what I'm gonna say. Um, Zeus is in it. Uh, the the guy that basically they were trying to say is like a Ted Turner type, right? Uh, right. Even before this is before Ted Turner really aimed at Vince McMahon, but they were still like tying like, each other, looking like, at that. Um, uh, <laughs> so before they. <laughs> Just yeah. growling at each other Zeus. in each other's yards. That's yeah. all Zeus. <laughs> oh, by the way, all Zeus says is Zeus. Yeah. And, uh, Doesn't he have, like, messed up eyes in it, too, or something well, like that? The guy's eyes are messed up anyway. Well, no, no, but I think they did something extra to it. No. Like, I thought they did, like, uh, uh, maybe like a contact thing. So so the, uh, the other thing that they end up doing in this movie, um, here's what I tell people. The guy is, the villain is so over the top that... He hires someone to rape someone. What? Yes. Luckily, Hulk Hogan just so happens to be in that particular parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> just riding up on a motorcycle to save his girlfriend uh, and beats this guy up. Right. 
And it's like, what the fuck just happened here? This movie is kind of for kids, too. But it's, uh, it's, it's so weird. It's beyond weird. Um, uh, yeah. I suggest what you got both of you guys watch this movie. We'll talk about it. It's 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 magic. Crazy. It it's magic. It, I think it's on Netflix. Still. It's not. I checked. It's not. Okay. Uh, I have it. I'll, I'll I'll lend it to you. Okay. Um, uh, I love that you have it. I, I yeah. I'll long story. I'll it's got a, it's got a, it had an eight million dollar budget and it made sixteen million at the box office. Uh, yeah, it opened the same week as I think Raiders of the Lost Ark or no, not Raiders. One of the Indiana Jones movies. One of them. <laughs> uh, so it did, it didn't win that week. It got second though. Um, so then, why does Vince consider it a failure? It well, made money, it, probably not on the it, back it end. It didn't make on the back end. Finally, what he says is uh, after after everything, it's even on Blu-ray now and everything. He goes, he broke even. So what they wanted to do is come up with this monster heel and then put him in the ring for mm, a match with Hulk Hogan. Right. Uh, he puts him in it, it. They they bring this guy out to cut some promos. And then they cut, bring him out to the ring to try to rest, to try to look like he's gonna fight Hulk Hogan. They do not train him at all, uh, but they go, okay, punch him a couple times, and he's doing movie punches where he's about six inches away, right? So everyone sees it, and right. Hulk's like trying to lean in, like no, actually, you gotta touch make some me, contact. make some contact, yeah. but it's not happening. Um, there's a bunch of stories. I don't want to defame Tiny Lester, but sounds like he was—he wouldn't actually wrestle because he was a huge homophobe. Uh, I didn't want to uh, get that close. I ain't touching no dudes. I ain't touching no dudes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so they were like, okay, we got this guy. Uh, like they plan stuff all the way to SummerSlam. So they do a SummerSlam match, and all of a sudden they saw. There was a lot of buys for that. That was pretty successful. Well, let's do this again because they're gonna they're gonna start putting No Hold Bard out on VHS and everything. It's gonna have life after movies, but they're also gonna do it for pay per view. So why not have the movie and the match? <laughs> so they had they played the whole movie of No Holds Barred on this pay per view. And then the match, uh, and it was uh, Zeus and Randy Savage versus uh, oh, I, I'm Brutus. Just not, Brutus the Barber, barber Beefcake, which we're gonna, we're gonna have to talk about him on another episode. He's a barber. He's, he's a barber. He's That's a barber right. with like cutting shears. Perfect. <laughs> and and Hulk Hogan. That was a tag team. They had that. It it did all right. It's the only it. I haven't seen the match because it's the only match that's not on the network anymore because I don't know why. Um, no one really knows why. But that was it. And uh, the thing I'll end here with is that they had uh, the slogan was because it was on December 27th that had that. Why have a Merry Christmas when you can have a no-holds-barred Christmas? Oh. And that's the message we want to leave you here. Guys, Vince McMahon, he's had successes and he's had some shit piles. <laughs> and uh, I kind of love the shit piles a little I more. I love the shit piles, including I also, before I was here, I watched uh, 
I watched his interview with Bob Costas around the XFL time because Bob Costas did not appreciate that, uh, didn't like the XFL, and then uh, Vince McMahon, it looked like he was about to punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like he was about to punch him in the face, and then uh, they did everything with the XFL, and then uh, he goes, okay, uh, this happened a couple weeks ago on WWF. I'm not going to say what it was because we're going to talk about it on another episode. But it was something that was kind of like the stuff we talked about in the past. It was just way out there. And it was Vince McMahon doing it himself, degrading oh. women himself. Oh. And and so he's like, well, pal, why are you playing stuff out of context? You just played a clip. There's a whole storyline there. If you're going to do this and does everything and then – and then he brings up a couple other things, and Vince McMahon is like, look here, pal. <laughs> look here, pal. Here's what I'm doing, blah, 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 and, and yelling at him. And he goes, what if what if the XFL fails? Which it did. At the, at the time of this, it was halfway through it. And he goes, he goes, if it fails? And he goes, yeah, what, what happens to you if it fails? He goes, well, I get knocked on my keister. I get back up, dust myself up, and start over again. And he's done that with everything. He he's not not start off with the same things, but find out what else to do. Yeah, right. He hasn't made any big investments, but you can argue the WWE network is a huge investment. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that that he has kind of had his hands in, and the uh, I believe around that time he went public with the WWE or F at the time and became a billionaire. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that that he that he did right. Yeah, yeah. I will say that. And he doesn't let his failures keep him down. No. He's like, "Well, that didn't work. I'm out a few million dollars." Yeah, I'm out of <laughs> a few when he fails though, he's still got he's still got bank. Right. Yeah, still like, got bank. <laughs> he's still got bank. He doesn't uh, he doesn't fail so hard. My that recommendations he can't my recommendations to watch, just watch a couple clips of the World Body Federation. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then No Holds Barred. I love No Holds Barred. It is a good time if you want to drink a couple beers, have friends over. It's amazing. If you want to watch some bad movie. See you later, jockass. That's what they say. <laughs> That's amazing. You're a jockass. Well, cool. Are we done then? See ya, jockasses. See ya, jockasses. 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 Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show, all that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your home address. Home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.